Sports Talk with Buhle Madulini. Right, uh, let's go to uh, the first guest of the evening, Dean Furman. He is on the line. Uh, Dean, thank you so much for your time. Welcome back to Sports Talk. Good evening. How are you? I'm lovely, man. Uh, I must be asking you that. How are you holding up in all this downtime? I'm okay, thank you. I'm okay. Um, it's tough for everyone at the moment. Everyone's got a got a story. Everyone's got an issue, and and um, it, it's a really really tough time wherever we look all over the world. This this coronavirus is just causing devastation throughout the world. So it really is a testing time for all of us. Um, but I'm trying to remain strong and upbeat and, and as positive as possible under the circumstances. I mean, absolutely. It would be uh, an extremely tough time, especially uh, for somebody who's a professional sportsman, Dean. I, I would imagine that you have your days planned out, essentially, but not at the moment. Uh, how many times have you counted all the bristles on your broom? <laughs> yeah, the boredom is setting in, that's for sure. But I think what, what I'm trying to do is remain active, um, try not to sit on the sofa too much, try not to keep scrolling through social media because on social media there's a lot of negativity right now. Um, so I try and make sure that I keep active. I watch the news to keep up to date with, with what's going on both here and globally. Uh, but otherwise I try and make sure that I, I, I keep off the, off, out the, out, off the sofa, try to keep a level of fitness and, and just make, my, make sure that my head's in a good space. I mean, it's never the same, I would believe, unless if you have uh, half a, a football pitch in your backyard. Uh, but your level of fitness and, and the intensity that you're working at when you're at home must be different or must be difficult to match what you would do uh, on the pitch, at least on the training pitch. Of course, it's never going to be the same. Um, here, we're working by ourselves in a, in a confined space, uh, maybe a couple of meters by a couple of meters, whereas when you're out on the football pitch, you're running up against another person, so you have other physical contact. Uh, you're falling down, you're getting up, you're you're jumping for headers, you're making tackles, you're making passes. So, of course, it's a it's a fitness that you can't replicate by yourself. But I think as as athletes, we just are doing all we can at the moment to remain semi fit or as fit as possible, so that hopefully when when things begin to take a, a have a better outlook, that we're not too far off the pace when we get back to training again. I know that uh, your um, um, uh, chair, Stan Matthews, is a big people's person. He looks after his players. He looks after his staff. Um, what kind of communication have you received from Supersport United as staff, not so much as a player or as uh, somebody that's elite, but just as an, a regular staff member um, in this tough time? Yeah, so I've been in touch with Stan. I've been in touch with Coach Catano. Um, what we as a club have set up is, is a WhatsApp group where every day there is a challenge set for all the players. And it, it's not a huge challenge. It's, it's press-ups for a minute so you can get the most. So everyone's got to send in their video of them doing press-ups. Um, then it was burpees. Then it was shuttle runs over like a five-meter area. So we're trying to be inventive. We're trying to remain competitive. We're trying to keep, uh, keep each other going by doing something fitness-related. And um, some of the guys are doing it on their balcony. Some of, some of the guys have got a small garden to do it in. So we're finding ways to get it done, and it means that we're all connected, we're all competitive, and, and we're trying whatever we can to remain a team and to remain upbeat and, and to remain in contact. 
And uh, in terms of the team fitness as a whole, are you guys able to monitor each other or um, are you monitored separately? Uh, do heart rate monitors come into effect? What kind of technologies uh, is the team also using to ensure that you guys would be as fit as possible if the season was to uh, resume? Yeah, we do have the GPS systems, but they're used for training. I don't think we're working in big enough spaces for them for the, for the GPS monitors to be effective. So we're really relying on a system that we use whereby we record how hard we've worked every day. That's what we use in training and games, and we've, we've been asked to do the same. So we all know um, the certain levels that, that we need to get to in our training. So it's up to an individual. No one at this time is going to go around to your house and police what you're doing. It's up to you as an individual to see how professional you can be. Um, we are professional athletes, and it's important that despite everything that's going on, we try our best to keep fit and, and to keep active as much as possible because we don't want to fall behind when, when hopefully we can, we can look forward to getting back to training. So we don't want to be in a position where uh, we're off the pace fitness-wise relative to the other teams. So it's important for us as individuals to have a high level of motivation to keep ourselves taking over most days. I mean, this is a multifaceted problem that we're facing uh, here, Dean. Uh, and I mean, this is looking at getting back onto the field as a player, uh, getting teams back to full fitness. It wouldn't be as simple as saying, okay, the 16th of, of April, um, the lockdown ends, get back on the field, let's play on the 19th. You would obviously need some time. Judging by your personal fitness, how long do you think uh, you would need to get back to, to game fitness? Well, so, uh, game fitness, you can, only rep, you can only regain by playing games. It doesn't matter what you do. Um, and the interesting thing about this is that every team is going to be at exactly the same level. It's not that yeah. three teams are playing and the rest of us aren't. None of us are playing. So actually, we're all at the same. We're all going to be at the same level. So whether they, they rush us to start when, when, we're, when it's okay to do so, um, or they give us a bit of time to get up to match fitness, that's, that's up to the powers that be. But for now, it's, it's, it's actually difficult to think of when we're going to be back. We're all dreaming of the day that we get back to playing and get back to some sort of normality in life. But right now, I think football's almost taken a back step, so to speak. And um, really, the thoughts of, of people's health and safety are, are right at the forefront of our minds right now. I mean, you, you mentioned that word dreaming. Uh, this almost feels like a dream, Dean. Uh, would you have ever thought... Uh, in your life, even in the beginning of the year, that we could be in a situation where a season possibly does not get completed uh, or the whole world comes to a standstill as a result of something that, uh, like the coronavirus? It's absolutely incredible. The, the whole world's come to a standstill by something we can't even see. It's, it's an invisible... Um, uh, it's almost an invisible war that we're fighting out there. And um, I mean, you talk about last year, I don't even think we would have predicted this six weeks ago. So... It really is incredible what the world is going through right now, and it seems to be changing on a daily basis. So we're just like anyone else, watching the news, hoping that and praying that our family and, and people that we know are safe and well, and um, trying to follow the laws of, of the government and, and remain in, in lockdown and keep to the social distancing laws as, as closely as possible. What kind of uh, um, practices have you introduced into your, your house to keep safe, to keep healthy, and to keep away from the virus? Um, in my house, it's actually just me, sadly. So I'm doing the lockdown by myself. <laughs> Shame. Um, yeah, my wife has gone back to her. She went back to her family in the UK just before the lockdown. 
Um, she's seven months pregnant and we are planning to have the, the baby back in the UK. So she went back early. So it's just me in the house, but I do keep a very high level of cleanliness. I'm constantly wiping down surfaces, washing my hands uh, and doing exactly as I've been instructed to, because we have to put our trust in the experts and the scientists and the government who are advising us on, on the best way to fight this virus. So whilst it's just me, I'm still practicing high levels of hygiene and making sure that everything's clean and um, staying on top of things. I mean, it must be very difficult for you personally, uh, Dean, to be away from your wife, uh, knowing that she's expecting and uh, also uh, those the anxiety that comes with that as well, her being uh, in the UK, if something was to happen, uh, touch wood, how do you deal with all of that? Yeah, I've got to admit it's tough. It's it's, it's not easy. We're, we're lucky we live in a generation of um, modern day technology, so we are in touch with um, with FaceTime and, and things like that. So at least we, without having physical contact, we can still see each other. Um, but yeah, it is difficult. This is uh, for anyone who is a parent. I'm sure they'll know that this is a special time and it's, it's difficult to be a part of, at this time. But this is uh, an unprecedented situation and so many people around the world have, have got plenty of problems. And um, mine's just a, a small problem that I'll have to deal with myself. But yeah, I, I just pray for everyone for better days in the very near future. And in terms of uh, the football pitch, of course, a lot of changes will now be made uh, to the international calendar as well. Um, how does that affect you mentally? How does this whole thing affect you mentally uh, as a footballer? Yeah, as I said, I think as much as football is is a huge, huge part of our lives, it's really taken a back seat right now. So, um, has it, it's still incredibly important but right now there's far more important things out there and, and that's the health and safety of, of everyone in, in South Africa of family my family across the world and, and people across the world so um, I think mentally football has been put to one side and as soon as this is over of course um, it will it will become right up there on the, on the top of the importance list again but for now it's just really um, almost kind of become a little bit insignificant whilst we, whilst we make sure that people are healthy and, and safe and whilst we're fighting this virus. And in terms of your plans, uh, you would be leaving back to the UK at the end of the season, I believe. Um, I'm sure that is still, you know, front and centre of your plans. Do we know, do you know where you'll be going to play? Uh, and can you reveal that to us? Uh, to be honest, I, I don't know. Um, this would have been the, the kind of prime time to start talking to clubs over, over in the UK. But um, just as uh, we're here, football clubs in the UK are all on hold as well. So it's very hard to speak to clubs about next season when they don't even know what's happening this season. Mm -hmm. They don't know when they're going to start up again. They don't know if they're going to start up again. They don't know financially how this is going to affect them because... They rely more on, on their gate and, and people coming into the stadium to watch matches than we do in this country. So it, it is difficult to talk to clubs who, who don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone next season. So at the moment, uh, my future plans have, have been put on hold slightly. And um, I think we'll have to um, look into them again in a couple of months' time when, when please God, this is all behind us. What does this departure or imminent departure do with your um, ambitions of playing for the country? Um, I think it's going to be difficult, obviously, being in, in, in the UK. I've, I have done that before, and um, I will admit it's difficult traveling and, and coming back and, and forth, and then you lose your place in the team because you've missed a week of, of matches and training. 
Um, but I, I hope to still remain available. That's something. That's something that I'll have to look into if when I get a, when I find my new team. Um, but it's it's obviously it's going to be a difficult situation. But I think the coach knows exactly what I offer to his team. So it's not going to be a case of um, that the coach that I'm out of sight, out of mind. The coach knows what I offer in terms of on and off the pitch. And um, if he feels that I'm a valuable member of his squad, then I hope that he continues to select me. Absolutely. Uh, Dean Furman, let's talk about um, wage cuts. Uh, plenty of players, plenty of teams have announced that their players are taking wage cuts. A lot of them have already taken. We've seen um, some of them take up to 70% wage cuts. Have any mentions been made by anybody from the PSL or uh, Super Sports United regarding this? Yeah, I've been following closely the, some of the wage cuts that have been going on uh, in the European League. And um, some of the gestures made by, by many of the players is, is absolutely fantastic. And it's, uh, it's definitely something to applaud the players um, that they're doing this. Um, for us, so far, there's been no wage cuts discussed. Obviously, that's, that's um, the higher powers who will make those kind of decisions based on, on the financial status of, of different football clubs. So um, at the moment, we haven't had that discussion. And um, we, we just wait and see. As, as I said, this, this virus is evolving every day and it's making people make different decisions every day. So um, we hope that it doesn't come to that, but we will obviously have to listen to, to what the uh, higher powers at, at the football club say. Uh, so you uh, passed the age of 30 uh, and we know that in terms of the professional sporting realm of things, it means that you start looking at a retirement plan. Uh, but let's talk about you know, somebody who has, or, or the influences, the different influences that you've had over your career that have gotten you to this point uh, where you are at the moment? Yeah, I've been lucky to work with some wonderful coaches. Um, I, I started on the youth team. Brendan Rogers was my youth team coach. Um, I've also worked with a number of top coaches, including, uh, you might not know him over here, Stuart McCall was my coach at Bradford, who was a top player for Glasgow Rangers. Um, and Everton. I then worked with Paul Dickoff, who was who's a Man City legend. Been lucky enough to work with Stuart Baxter over here. So uh, and now, obviously, Coach Catano. Um, so I've had some fantastic coaches throughout my career. And I, what I what I like to think is that I've taken a little bit from something, a little bit from all the coaches um, that I would maybe potentially like to take into a coaching career if that's the path that I go down. Uh, a couple of years ago, I completed a degree in sports science because that's an area that I'm really interested in. Uh, I love the body. I love learning about the body. So uh, that was a four-year distance learning degree that I made sure that uh, I did parallel to playing. So that's something definitely to fall back on. And over the coming years, I think that's, that's definitely something I'm going to look to further, start learning more about it and start learning what it takes to, to take up a role as a sports scientist in a football club. Uh, Dean Furman, thank you so much for your time and all the best, really all the best with uh, your personal th things that you, I mean obviously there's a big move coming up for you uh, and everything that you are still trying to achieve in, in your life um, and I hope that uh, you can keep safe and I uh, hope for the safety of your family as well Thank you very much and same to you and same to all of South Africa I just hope for better days in the very near future Absolutely. That is uh, Dean Furman, Bafana Bafana midfielder, Super Sports United midfielder. Uh, his departure is imminent, um, but it's quite sad. It's, to, it's going to be sad to see him leave. But of course, as that is just how the cookie crumbles. We all have to grow at one, uh, some stage or another. It's just gone 23 minutes to 8.